KCNS FM Colville. KCNS AM Salt Lake City. Live from the Carrier HVAC Zone Studio. This is 975-1280 the Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Happy Thursday to everybody listening, especially happy Thursday to us, Gordon, because we're on location at a pretty awesome spot today. We are. We're at, on location at a place where the, where the eating's good. Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Come see us. 3561 West, 114th South. Really, Gordon, it's just 114th South and just west of Bangadur. Yeah. Really in a beautiful new building. This is their brand new uh, location, and we're excited to be here and uh, would encourage our listeners to uh, hustle on down and uh, take advantage. We've got a deal going on. In honor of the big show, Gordon, if you purchase an entree off the menu, you'll get a roll-with-it ice cream treat for free. Well, uh, free is good. Gratis, <laughs> as they say. And the, the food here is absolutely terrific. We've been out to their Linden location before, um, and it's, it's great. In fact, last week I was listening to DJ and PK do their show out here, and I'm just thinking, like, well, I want to do a remote at Marley's. <laughs> And then, lo and behold, Here we, we got it this week. So, do very think, excited. Do you think DJ ate him out of the house at home? Uh, no. <laughs> Although, we could talk to Nico about this. Apparently, Talon, our uh, producer slash tech, uh, this was a couple of times ago when he was down there at Linden. He set some sort of French toast consumption <laughs> record. <laughs> Because they have the bottomless French toast in the morning, and apparently Talon just spent the entire show wolfing down French toast. Yeah, not surprising. Not surprising. No, so interestingly enough, DJ isn't the one with the eating rep with the good folks at Marley's. That all goes to our boy Talon. (laughs) In fact, uh, when they were out here last week, uh, I can't remember if it was Nico or Kyler, one of them brought up like, oh, well, Talon's not with us, so we got plenty of French toast. What was Talon thinking? Uh, I don't know. But Just hungry. Huh? Thinking with his, stu- with his stomach. Talon? Come and grab the French toast. Talon? Have you ever seen Talon eat? I just watched it this morning. It was incredible. <laughs> Is he the biggest eater on our staff? Apparently. <laughs> okay. Bigger even than Hans? I don't know if anything can compare to Hans when he's not uh, dieting. Yeah. I remember a funny story about Hans. Like you know that, uh, you know that uh, at uh, well, uh, well, I shouldn't give the I shouldn't give out the <laughs> restaurant. Never mind. But I, I've seen a waitress actually doubt Hans 
on something that was supposed to be bottomless because he ordered it and he said, just have two on deck ready to go. Uh-huh. And the waitress was like, oh, okay, we'll see how you do. <laughs> and Hans is like, no. <laughs> Don't challenge the man. Yeah, and uh, and he went through that and more as we, were, really? we were sitting there. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. I've never seen anybody eat quite like Hans when he's motivated. Uh, was he uh, was he going both hands? Oh yeah, <laughs> and nobody loves food more than him. I've never met anybody who just absolutely has a passion for food. I mean, it takes up you know a good twenty five percent of their show. His love of food. You know that why that's why they call him Hans because he uses both hands when he eats. I thought it wasn't it because he came out hands hands first. Yeah, that's the real story. That's Did his mom confirm that one? I can't remember. Yeah, I think that's well. He told me that. Hans told me that uh, probably ah, 20 years ago. Known so, Hans for a while. Yeah. All right, so we have a lot to do today. We're going to talk a lot of NBA. The Jazz had uh, uh, workouts, uh, getting ready for the, the draft. The all-NBA teams were released today, Gordon, which uh, a member of the Jazz was on them. We will uh, talk about the ramifications of that. Sam Amick is going to be on the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour for your NBA Daily Assist. And then coming up at uh, 5.30, we're going to talk to Walt Perrin. Oh, good. Who is, uh, he runs the workouts for the Jazz and, uh, and of course, has been a long-time member of that front yeah, office. Yeah, you, you use the word long-time. Walt is the epitome of the word veteran. He knows what he's doing. He's been around and knows his stuff. So we'll talk to Walt at, uh, at 5.30. Uh, he, he usually has a chance to drop by the show once or twice during this time of year, so it's always a, a fun conversation. And if we come up with some cockamamie theory about what the Jazz should do or this, that, or the other, he's usually pretty quick to correct us. So I look forward to that. Because here's the thing. Have you noticed? I know out of the mouths of babes come, come uh, gyms sometimes. But have you ever noticed how you can learn more from people who've been around a little bit? That was a theme in your column today. Yeah, that was one of the themes. Uh, I, I mean, I learn some from you each and every day. <laughs> I meant, <laughs> thanks for putting me in that club. But I meant, I meant even even more. Okay. But anyway, what I I, I like for, see. I, 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 I think, I think, and I'm not saying necessarily that Walt fits into this particular column. See, now you're calling Walt old. No, so see, that's, better, what, that's, what, I'm trying, be that's what I'm trying to avoid. But have you ever noticed how uh, sometimes people who've been around the block a few times are undervalued in our society? And they should be propped up and valued more. I've always uh, respected the wisdom of my elders. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. Uh, I thought your uh, I thought your column uh, was very good oh, on uh, on Sylvia Orton who passed. Uh, she was uh, she was in charge of the media room for many many years for the Utah Jazz, and uh, I thought your column was very good and very uh, nice tribute to her. Thank you. It was easy to write because Sylvia was such a. If you get a chance, go to sltrib.com and read it. Not because I wrote it, but just because I want people to know about Sylvia. Yeah, uh, we all knew her. Because, well, we had to get past her to get into the media room. Do you ever see anybody try to get in there who wasn't supposed to get in there with Sylvia on guard? No. I never. I, I mean, I was down there a lot, but I never I never saw her bounce anybody. Oh, man. I, the way I described her in the column is she was nobody's fool and everybody's friend. She was. 
But, uh, yeah, Sylvia, rest in peace. And uh, we send our best to her family. And uh, what a pleasure to chat with her every time. Every time I went into that media room, I would stop and talk with Sylvia. And I wasn't alone. We all did. But what a beautiful human being. I have quick uh, corrections and retractions, Gordon. What? Uh, I was handed the wrong special here at Marley's, oh, so we have you? a new slash different okay. special here All for right. uh, our zone listeners. Okay. Still really That's good. good. Yeah, yeah. So come in and get a combo meal, and you will get a free shake upgrade. Okay. So All you right. get that shake upgrade on us. All right. And the shakes here are, are, are unbelievable. Wonderful. And, in fact, we'll talk to them about they, they pride themselves on their created, uh, creative uh, flavors. Right. Stuff you can't really get anywhere yeah, else. exactly. So, uh, come on out and see us. We're at Marley's, their new location at the district, 3561 West, 114th South. Come get yourself fed. Uh, Gordon, let's, uh, let's get to the split story of the day. All right. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. Bumping and backing on Gobert. Both have four fouls. He straightens up. Once he puts his back, they know he wants to shoot. He powers into Gobert. Gobert blocks it. Defensive player of the year. Pick and roll with Lillard and Collins. Bounce to Collins. Going to the rack. Blocked by Gobert. Coming the other way. Crowder misses. Gobert will finish it. Oh, he's feasting at both tables right now. I think so. I think what, we, what, what we, we've done as a team, you know, and, uh, and and being able to do that for most of the season, you know, being one of the top two defenses in the league and in the West, you know, I think it's, it's something that, you know, shouldn't be unnoticed. And like I said, you know, it's it's the same thing. You know, I would never be able to win this award without without the work that my teammates and the coach the coaches do. You know, you don't win, you don't become a best defensive team just with one guy. You know, you need all the guys to be to have the mindset of you know you want to play defense and and of course you need you need guys that anchor that. But uh, it's a team game. Gordon, today Rudy Gobert was named to the NBA All or All NBA third team. It's the second time in his career he's been All NBA. He was uh, on the second team two years ago. Uh, just to go through all the all the teams here real quick. On the first team, you've got Giannis, James Harden, Steph Curry, Paul George, Nikola Jokic making yeah. All NBA first team. Um, Second team, you've got Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, and Kyrie Irving. And then on the third team, Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, LeBron James, Kemba Walker, and Rudy Gobert. That's pretty heady company, no matter how you slice it. Now, Jazz fans might have wanted Rudy to be higher, but man, look at those names. And Rudy's right there. Well, he had an unbelievable season. And he was he was terrific from beginning to end. You know, I know the Jazz got off to a sluggish start, and that and Donovan Mitchell's season got off to a sluggish start. But it bugged me around All Star time when they were talking about Rudy Gobert, and everybody was saying, "Well, he got off to a slow start." Rudy did not. Yeah, he did not. Rudy was yeah. very good uh, from the beginning of the season on. He was by far the Jazz' most consistent player, and uh, I'm happy to see him recognized because. Uh, I think recognition means a lot to Rudy. We've seen that him talk about that, or, or at least 
you know, be sensitive to that a number of times in his career. And I'm happy for him because I think that sort of thing is important to it him. It is. It is. And he's motivated by a sense of pride, a sense of accomplishment and achievement. And that, that is so useful, not just in sports, not just in basketball, but in every facet of life. Right. And, and you have to appreciate it because it seems like, you know, it is, it's the antithesis of somebody who just sort of floats on through, floats on by, you know. We all work with people at times that uh, kind of cruise, right? I'm not going to name any names. Lloyd. I'm kidding. <laughs> Lloyd's buried under a mountain of production right now somewhere, <laughs> cursing my name. Uh, just teasing, of course. But but then you have people who are driven by this sense of pride, who who do things that maybe go unnoticed at times, yeah. and yet they are they are there trying to make it better. And that I I, I think that applies to Rudy about as much as anyone. Now, the ramifications of this, not only for Rudy and uh, around the rest of the league, are really interesting. But let me ask you this uh, conceptual question first, and then we'll get into all of that. Conceptual, all right. Do you have a problem with the media and certain select media members and their vote affecting players' ability to make money? Yeah, that's ridiculous. In the CBA, they have this these super max and these sorts of things that are tied to these teams, and and like if you if you see the viral video out there of Clay Thompson finding out that he wasn't on the All NBA team and thus not eligible for the super max today, not happy. No, not happy at all. And I know Howard Beck for one uh, has voiced this several times that uh, he's uncomfortable with that that whole thing and has told the NBA that. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm with both of you. I don't. Yeah. I don't think the the media should have that that impact Agreed. on uh, earning potential players. I don't know how they'd go about measuring the worthiness without this sort of thing, but I think they got to figure something else out. Yeah, I, I would agree, and I think the guys do a pretty good job, and all the all the guys and gals who vote. Uh, but but that's that's misplaced. I think I agree. Now, as far as Rudy Gobert goes, Gordon, he is not yet eligible. For the super max extension, I'll get into the the eligibility rules coming up here in a second. But if he earns Defensive Player of the Year again, he is eligible for that super max. If he were to get All NBA next year, if he doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year, if he were to get All NBA next year, he would be eligible for that super max. But a lot of people out there have been saying, "Oh, Rudy's eligible for the super max." Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yep. Uh, Kimball Walker, however, is, and that's very impactful on his future and that's somebody we've talked about possibly within uh, connection of the jazz he's and then, gonna be expensive is what you're saying and then Giannis, yes he's gonna be very expensive and then Giannis is now eligible for the supermax as well but you could have you could have seen that coming a mile away all right so are you are you ready for the rules here just so yeah, okay, everybody good. knows straighten okay. us out so to qualify for this exception players must be on on the team that drafted them or have been traded during their rookie contract, and they must have made an NBA All-Star team in the year, or all, excuse me, All-NBA team in the year preceding their deal, or two of the three seasons prior. Uh. So, if, if Rudy was eligible for it this year, he would be eligible for or for an extension. He'd be eligible for the supermax. Right. But since he's he's not, uh, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Um, now I lost my place. Uh, Winning an MVP award within the prior three years or a Defensive Player of the Year award in two of the prior three years can also qualify players. 
Um, and then basically what it means to get the Supermax is you're eligible for the fifth year in the contract, as well as 35% of the salary cap as opposed to 30%, which okay. is a normal max contract. Okay. So do you think this motivates Rudy? Yes. Or, I mean, it does some, but I think he would be motivated regardless, or as PK would say, irregardless. He's a pretty self, uh, self-motivated guy. I think Rudy's going to be motivated regardless. But, yeah, but who isn't motivated to get? In, in professional sports, Gordon, your paycheck equals your respect level. And whether that's, you know, proper or not, that's kind of how players view it. I've talked to a ton of former players that will tell you the exact same thing. So if Rudy, getting to that supermax, that equals respect to somebody like Rudy. I remember when uh, I had a contract negotiation and I told the uh, potential employer that I wanted $1 more than PK. You did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty... <laughs> Interesting. How did PK <laughs> react to that? I was kind of joking, but I but not and, really. And I don't. <laughs> I just because I'd heard players do that before, and I always wanted to say that just to get it off my chest. But you're right. I mean that that is the way these guys measure their respect, and they do it very uh, quantitatively with uh, dollar figures. So here's the issue with supermax contracts, though, Gordon, and and actually. The Jazz franchise, I don't think this is true, but if they're looking out for their own best interests, they'll be rooting against Rudy Gobert getting that Defensive Player of the Year award. <laughs> and again, I don't I don't think that's the case at all. But if they were purely thinking in their own best interest, because the Supermax has been a real tricky thing because it's not necessarily been has not necessarily been the best for the teams that have signed supermax players because they chew up so much of the salary cap. Like for example, if Charlotte does sign Kemba Walker to um, a supermax contract, they'll already be in the luxury tax next year. Hmm. And Michael Jordan's uh, Hornets have never paid the luxury tax, but that that would be without you know filling out the rest of the roster. They'd be already in the luxury tax. See, I think somehow there should be a discount as far as the, as far as the cap goes. As far as the team that resigns their own player, there should yeah. be a, a discount. How they should be able to sign them for cheaper? Is that what no? You're they should be able to have it count for less against, against the, cap. the cap. All right. Well. Next CBA, Gordon, the, write a letter. That's where those players just, you know, belong. I, 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 I like to give uh, the teams that have a player uh, every, every opportunity to keep them uh, with as little penalty as possible. But if you're a team like Charlotte, would you do that? Because then you have no moves to get better around Kemba, and you're just going to be destined for mediocrity. Yeah, and that's why when we talked with Josh the other day, who's a radio host in Charlotte, he said people there were very nervous about the Kimba thing, but I'm not sure. I mean, there are, there's a give and take on both sides of that, you know, for the very reason you just pointed out. So if the Jazz were to give Rudy the Supermax, it would put them down the line that they'd also give Donovan a max extension because we all assume that's probably coming. I mean, then the Jazz are near, if not in, luxury tax range, and then... You know how does it go? How does it go from there? But well, if those two are both supermax players, then the Jazz should be near or at the top of the league, in my opinion. And then I think uh, if the Jazz are close enough to to be in real contention for a title, 
that they would be willing to, I mean, I don't want to spend their money for them, but it seems like they have indicated that money is not going to get in the way of having, taking advantage of that opportunity. You know, teams are just going to have to really evaluate who is a Supermax player. Because yeah. if you pay out a Supermax contract and they don't uh, perform at a Supermax level, right. you're in real trouble. And in in Kemba Walker's case, there's no way I would go Supermax yeah. contract with him. Yeah. Not a chance. Well, when you listed off the names on all three of those uh, teams, uh, who, I mean, who would you not pay that kind of money to of, the, of that, that group of players? Kim, I don't know. Kemba and who else? I, let's see. Let's start with the first team. Giannis, yes. Harden, yes. Curry, yes. Paul George? At this point in his career, uh, I'm going to go no. Borderline. Uh-huh. Jokic, he's at least young. Yeah. But is he a supermax guy? Is he a carry the team kind of guy? I don't know if we know that. We might need a little more evidence on him. Embiid? Boy. Talent-wise, yes. Injury-wise, hold know. on to your shorts. Kevin Durant, yes. Damian Lillard? Yeah. Portland saying yes. Uh, Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, of course. Kyrie Irving. Uh, I got some questions about Kyrie. Yeah, I would say no. Uh, Russell Westbrook, he got the Supermax. He's part of the reason Oklahoma City's in the mess they're in financially. Yeah, I I don't really. I, you probably have to say yes, but I don't like it. Not the Westbrook that we saw this year. His, yeah. his stat, like his efficiency and all that sort of thing just went into the toilet. Blake Griffin? Uh, he played well this year, but I... For the eighth-place team in the East. <laughs> uh, I think thumbs down on that. LeBron? Yeah. Rudy? Yeah. Kemba? Mm, I don't think so. All right. So there you go. Do you agree with me? Uh, for the most part, I think. Yeah. But that, that I mean, the Rudy ones, he's, that's going to be tough. They're going to have to really evaluate whether or not they want to give him Supermax money. Well, when we talked about our discussion yesterday about who's the better player, Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert, our our audience was really split on that. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Will the Jazz have two Supermax? Well, Donovan's got some work to do to get eligible. So, And so does Rudy, actually. But if he gets a defensive player of the year, he's he's eligible for it. All right, we're here at the brand-new Marley's location. Of course, Marley's Gourmet Sliders at the District, 3561 West, 114th South. And Nico joins us now, of course, one of the owners. And, hey, thanks for doing? having us out, man. It's great to see you. Guys you like regulars. Two Thursdays in a row. I like it. Beautiful location. Thank the you. Brand new building. It's yeah. gorgeous. Love the way you guys have decked it out. This Thank is so you. cool. Yeah, we're really, really excited about it, actually. All yeah. that's really cool, but when people ask me about uh, Marley's, the first thing I say is the quality of the food. Thank you. I mean, it just tastes good. And if you're going to have a, if you're going to have an eatery of any kind, isn't that the first thing that you it's would want to get achieved? I would sure hope so. <laughs> it would be a good place to start. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to call yourself a restaurant, you better produce some good food. Well, I think some restaurants, it seems like, okay, what can we do the least of for the <laughs> cheapest amount, you know, and maybe the customer will be dumb enough to, to buy it and eat it. Not here. Not here. All right, so you've got to settle something for us, though, real quick. Sure. How much How much French toast did Talon actually consume? <laughs> Talon actually put down some 
some some French toast. Because he denies these. He says, oh, I think I just ate one he order. He put down a lot of French toast. <laughs> okay. I just, uh, just the interns get... love the French toast. I just thought we'd get that, uh, <laughs> we'd get that cleared I, up. I don't know that he beat. I think our record is an entire loaf and a half, which is like probably 16 slices of bread. Oh my wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot I mean, of when we say bottomless, we're going to we're going to put out, but I didn't wow. know I didn't know 16 or 18 slices of bread. So What's your favorite item here? Do you have a personal favorite? Right now, I mean, I eat here every day, but right now I still love the handsome rob and then the chicken tenders. We make the chicken tenders in house, bread them in house. From start to finish, we're doing the tenders, so they're awesome. Oh, man, that sounds amazing. And uh, today, for Zone listeners who, who come in and grab a combo meal, you're doing a free shake upgrade. Yes, sir. Any what? combo, free free upgrade to a shake. What's your go-to shake? I love you guys' creative shake Banana flavors. Nutella is for sure yeah. my favorite. Yeah, it's so good. I'm a huge Nutella fan, so I, I pick that all day. Well, we uh, appreciate you taking care of our of listeners, course. getting them fed. Love the new location. And, Thank you. And uh, thanks for jumping on. Glad Nico. to have you guys. All right. We'll have more of The Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Riley Nelson, BYU football radio analyst. I see some similarities between Jake Heaps and Zach Wilson. What would be your counsel to this young kid? It would be to just do your best to keep all your energy focused within that locker room. Looking back, Jake, and due to no fault of his own, some of the influences around him were encouraging him, like, you have to create a brand. And unfortunately, I think it maybe got out of hand a little bit to where the expectations became unattainable for anybody. I think Zach's done a good job managing that so far. Focus on football. Focus on that locker room. Really weave yourself into the fabric of leadership and that can be the best thing he can do to increase their chances for success in this 2019 season. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Todd Jazz in the NBA is right here on The Big Show. Ticket. On 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 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 Band of the day today, Kendrick Lamar, selected by Adrian, who's filling in for Austin, and it's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Get the latest tour news and artist in- in- info at LiveNation.com. We were hanging out here today, Gordon, at Marley's Gourmet Sliders, their brand-new location out here at the district, 3561 West, 114 South. Come out, grab some jazz gear. We have some hats. We have some shirts. We have some desk ornament things that seem to be popular but are very difficult to describe (laughs) they are cool they are so come on out and grab those and then if you get a combo here at marley's they're going to upgrade that combo to a shake for free so come in buy the combo and they're hooking you up with the shake also want to remind you of our friends at U-Conference Football. Uh, they're introducing their new fl- Fall Flag Football League for boys and girls from ages 5 to 7. Learn to play and love the game. Have a great experience. Come play flag football. Sign up today at uconferencefootball.org. Uh, Gordon, let's talk. Uh, uh, well, actually, you had something you wanted to I bring do. up in this segment. Yesterday, somebody sent out, and I'm sorry, I don't remember who did it. I'd give credit if I, if I, if I could remember. I didn't really notice but i did notice what they sent out and it was a comparison between Dwayne wade and uh donovan mitchell did you see that uh-uh. 
they showed various moves of each of the players, and I've I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. And people say that Donovan reminds them of D Wade. I'm telling you, when I watched the highlights, I, there were some moves that were darn right exactly. This, they were the same. They were the same moves done with just as much panache and and uh, and skill. Do you think those two, have you always thought that those two reminded you of one another? Yes, with a, a pretty significant difference, though. Donovan is a better shooter. And Dwayne, Dwayne got better at shooting throughout his career. He, he hardly took any outside shots when he was a, a rookie. And he got a little bit better. I think Donovan's starting with a better shot than Dwayne did. And that's interesting because we've talked about the, one of the things that Donovan needs to improve is his efficiency. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and Dwayne Wade was awfully good. And so, well, that, I mean, it, it, made, it made me stop and think that maybe, just maybe, Donovan Mitchell's ceiling could be pretty exciting for Jazz fans. And you say, no, Doug, come on. A, a lot of people think that. But a lot of people think that with sort of the eyes of a fan who are hopeful, optimistic that it's going to happen. But let's get real. Can it happen? I mean, yeah, it can happen. And if it does happen, think about the, what that means for the Utah Jazz over the next five years. Well, I think the reason it can happen is because Donovan is such a student of the game. And should we be surprised that he's got moves similar to Dwayne Wade's? Because, one, he's probably been studying Dwayne Wade's moves for his entire <laughs> he was life. In the driveway. And, he would... and, two, he's probably spoken to Dwayne and worked out with Dwayne. It seems like every other week we're hearing Donovan or somebody uh, close to the Jazz talk about who's Donovan's talked to and who he's called and who he's worked out with. He's, he seems to be a real... And Coach Snyder's come on uh, this show and talked about how coachable he is. I think he's a real um, – doesn't think he knows it all. I think he's a real student of basketball. And I think that's that combined with work ethic is what he's going to need to achieve his potential. Well, I'll be completely candid here. Uh, and maybe some Jazz fans will get mad You at taught this. Donovan some moves. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish I'd thought of that. I would have said that. Sometimes when I watch him play, I think – Holy cow, this guy can be great. And sometimes when I watch him play, I think, eh, I don't know. I think he'd be a little sh- more of a sure bet if he were a little bigger. Not to say that he can't overcome that because he does have a great wingspan and all those sorts of things. Well, but if he, he were 6'6", six, six, if he were a little bit bigger, it would be a much more of a, of a sure bet, I think. Well... He's, he's awfully fun to watch, and that's been evident from the very beginning. But you wonder, at this point, you wonder, okay, what is the trajectory with this guy? If it's really along those lines, then the Jazz could be positioning themselves for greatness. And I define greatness by being one of the two best teams in the league. If he, if he really becomes what he gives indications he can be at times, then yes. But if, he, if, he, if, it's, if it's inconsistent, then obviously the answer is no. And I don't know yet. But I'm telling you, when I was watching those two videos side by side, I was going, wow. You forget sometimes how impressive some of the moves are that Donovan makes and the effect that can have on a team overall. 
just needs a little bit more consistency, Jake. And if that comes, and, and maybe knowledge too, you know, if he sees the floor a little better, then he could he could do those things. And like you said, he's a student of the game. He's a smart guy. Not only that, but I saw a video of him taking BP back with the Mets. Yeah, he almost hit one out. That's a sweet swing he's got. He does. Well, he, he's played some baseball, but I didn't know he, he hit left-handed. I didn't know that either. He's played a lot of baseball in his yeah. life. Well, his dad works for the Mets. Well, he ta- he's, he's talked about it before when he, I can't remember how old he was, but in high school he had to pick one or the other to focus on uh-huh. because uh, everybody was telling him he could have a future in either one. And he ended up he ended up picking basketball. And we've seen those baseball throws that he makes. Yeah. I mean, he's got an arm. Yeah, yeah. I uh, you know it was interesting because on that particular video that was going around on online, uh, there were a bunch of Nick fans who were commenting. Should have been a Nick. Come on home, Donovan. Play for the Knicks. Uh, and and I'm telling you, Jazz fans who were reading that probably made them a little nervous. I've been an advocate to relax about it because it's a long way off. It's another five years before anything can happen in any kind of completely free agent situation. But uh, so so uh, and so there were a few jazz fan comments like he's ours, lay off, get your hands off him. He's 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 with the jazz. But an awful lot of Nick fans that were just bemoaning the fact that that guy got away. Oh, yeah. I, I think there are probably are a lot of teams out there bemoaning the fact that uh, that uh, he got away. But it really does. When you Charlotte, throw, for one. Didn't we, we talk to yeah. Josh Parcell about that the uh-huh. other day? Uh-huh. That Michael didn't, want, uh, Michael didn't want Donovan? But when you think about what the Jazz need, uh, obviously they need more shooting. But if Donovan Mitchell can take some steps forward at this point... Well, you and I have had this conversation through the entirety of this last season that the Jazz need him to play like a superstar. They do. And if he's capable of doing that, then by golly, they're, they're a shooter or two short. Yeah. And that's it. And, and there's, there are teams that are in a whole lot di- more dire situations than that. Well, and not to combine two conversations, but... Uh, they're going to need him to perform like a superstar because they're going to have to pay him like a superstar. Here we go again, right? And so if you're, you know, you need, if we've talked about this so much that you have to spend the money in the right places. Right. It can set back the franchise for years and years and years if you don't do that. And they need, they're going to have to pay Donovan. They're going to have to pay Rudy too. They need both of them to live up to those contracts. Rudy in this conversation, in this context, Rudy has to get better, too. Yep. If, if, like we talked about in the last segment, if they're both going to be demanding or commanding that kind of money, they both have to get better. Rudy has to get better at the offensive end. It was interesting, though, when we talked with, I don't know whether this was Quinn or, or um, Dennis, but whoever it was, I remember them saying something along the lines of they try to get – Rudy to concentrate on certain things at a time, not everything at right. once. Mm-hmm. Remember that conversation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it, it, it made me think that I wonder what it is they're having him concentrate on. Because a lot of us who watch him play think, you know, if he can score 20 points a game, then he'll be in that ballpark. Right. What can't happen is they can't become Kemba Walker. 
where they're just good enough to or to be eligible for the Supermax. They're not able to carry the team on their back. They're not quite good enough there, but they're good enough that they're your franchise as it stands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you have this horribly difficult decision whether you overpay a guy and know that you're just going to be mediocre during the lifetime of that contract or or part ways with an all-star, yeah. which is not easy for not. any any franchise. So they need to be better than that. If they're if they're going to be eligible for the Supermax, you want them to be really eligible. You know, you want them on that first or second All NBA team. You want, I mean, Defensive Player of the Year is nice for Rudy, but his offense has got to be on a, an All Star level uh, to be worthy of that Supermax. So, Jake, let me. Uh, let, I know it's easy to spend other people's money, but if you were owner of the Jazz and Rudy and Donovan both uh, sort of uh, climb this ladder to this rarefied air but the jazz still need a little bit more from a from a an, a, a darn near all-star quality player are you willing to how much over how much tax are you willing to pay well the, the trouble is is when you get into the repeater tax and it and it gets worse but i I mean, if you're a title contender, you're willing to pay the luxury tax. What you don't want to be is Oklahoma City, who's paying right. the luxury tax and, and not being good enough. and not being good enough. So that 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 gets back. But if you have to max out or even super max out both Rudy and Donovan, then you need the the tricky part is uh, like Pascal Siakam, for example, in Toronto. He's still on a rookie deal, so yeah. you're getting an incredible amount of value there. So if you have to max out both Rudy and Donovan, you'd hope you draft well so that third or fourth piece is is somebody who's outperforming their their contractual value but the problem with that is is where are the jazz going to be drafted in the next five to six years probably not very high in the 20s unless and, they use assets to move up and it's more difficult to get a player like that in the 20s although it does i mean it certainly happens and that's why people like walt perrin who we'll talk talk to in the five o'clock hour at five thirty. Is, are so incredibly valuable and yeah. have to have to really know their stuff and get it right because they're not going to be picking in the top five anytime and, and soon. And in the case of the Jazz, who probably won't be signing big-name free agents or at least not premium ones, uh, it's unfair. But Walt, Dennis, Justin, and the rest, they have to be smarter than other people. They have to. Yep, It's a requirement if the Jazz are going to get there. It's because it's harder to do that job here than it is other places. Because you can't make up for your dumb mistakes by waving a magic wand and saying, oh, come to Hollywood or come to South Beach. Bingo. And, in fact, coming up next, there's some uh, drama out there uh, involving a Western Conference team that is completely capped out. Drama. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that because, again, you give the money to the wrong the wrong people, you're in real trouble. And that applies to a Western Conference contender. We'll get to that coming up You know, next. Jake, you love drama. You, you should have I been, do. You should have been a daytime soap writer. You love that stuff. I do love that stuff. I could see myself if I, if I had the, the time and the hole in the middle of my day being a soap opera guy, but I've just never gotten into it. I could see you writing the scripts, man. Let's get in on that. Austin can write his sit, his sitcom. I'll write a soap opera. I'm a little worried. As the zone turns. I'm, I'm a little worried about Austin's perception of, of how we're going to be portrayed. Oh, yeah. I'm super concerned about that. But he's never <laughs> going to get it off the ground, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, just remember that, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you start uh, hammering away on that computer, that some of the rest of us can hammer away on computers, too. I see. Noted.
<laughs> All the salacious dirt's going in, Gordon. <laughs> All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stop by and see us here at Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Uh, out here at the district, 3561 West, 114 South. Have some jazz gear for you, hats, uh, an, a desk ornament. And, of course, if you buy a combo out here, they're upgrading you to a shake for free. So come take advantage of their new location at the district. We'll have more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Kyle Corver talked about the story of being traded for a copy machine. I later found out they used that money to pay for the entry fee for the summer league team. And with leftover money, they bought a copy machine. What's your trade value? Apparently mine is a copy machine. Okay, so what's your trade value? (laughs) What am I worth? (laughs) Well, if Kyle Corver's worth a copy machine, I'm worth like a speck of dirt. I think I might be a stapler at the best in my career. I'd trade you for the empty jug next to the water cooler. Yeah. Because you can put pennies in it. You can (laughs) repurpose it. It's very versatile. It's the utility player of the office. So I'd trade you for the empty water cooler jug. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you uh, about our friends at Little Caesars. When the Salt Lake Bees win, you win with Little Caesars. And coming up tomorrow, you will win when the Zone Sports Network is at Little Caesars in Kaysville. Join the big show from 3 to 6, 283 North Flint Street in Kaysville. That's where we will be coming up tomorrow. But today, we're hanging out at Marley's Gourmet Sliders, their brand spanking new location out here in the district. 3561 West, 114 South. Very easy to get to. We have jazz gear for you. Uh, Not to mention wonderful food. And if you buy a a combo, they're uh, upgrading you to a shake for free just for being a zone listener. Gordon, uh, salaries are kind of a, a theme of the day today. And there's some drama with a team that doesn't have a lot of salary cap room, the Houston Rockets. Uh, Sham Sharania of The Athletic uh, goes through and reports, uh, in fact, I'll just read from it, says there was something of a clash of styles brewing throughout the Rockets' season with members of the team, most notably Chris Paul, having spirited discussions with Mike D'Antoni about the offense and pushing for more movement. Uh, that type of fast-paced ball-moving offense is what D'Antoni thrived with in Phoenix. And uh, to the two-time Coach of the Year's credit, he has adapted it in Houston to allow Harden to succeed in his game. And then uh, uh, later in the piece, uh, detailed uh, game six, kind of a, a verbal spat back and forth that after the game was over that continued on into the locker room and then the two kind of angrily parted ways. Let's see, who might be a ball-stopper? With the Houston Rockets. Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> I, I Seriously, I, I wonder how many people actually enjoy playing with James Harden for that yeah. reason. I mean, yeah. everybody enjoys winning, you know, but I wonder how much they enjoy being the teammate of a player like that. And, and Chris Paul, maybe not so much. And Harden's a good passer. It's just that he takes his time getting there because he's observing every option for himself first. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, James Harden and, and Russell Westbrook is, is this way. LeBron James is this way a little bit, too, whereas his teammate's job is to watch him play basketball. And then if, and the, ball, if the ball comes to you, you better make it. I mean, that, and, and I don't know. The funny thing about that is that LeBron is such a gifted passer, you know, and, and Harden can pass it, too. But that's not priority one. Right. So 
uh, obviously Chris Paul not real wild about it. But the but the reason we bring this up is because Houston is is not in the financial place where they can get much better. I mean, they owe they owe Chris Paul, James Harden, and Clint Capella so much money, and they don't come off the books. Uh, Chris Paul's last year is twenty one, twenty two. And then Harden and Capella go into the 22-23 season where they're chewing up most of the cap with those three players. So unless you moved one of them, you, you're not really going to get have the ability to get much better. The irony to this is Paul is the one who's complaining. We can understand why, but Chris Paul doesn't always play up to snuff either. And he's getting older by the Indeed. second. And that's probably why uh, those two things are connected. But... Who would you rather be right now, the Utah Jazz or the Houston Rockets? I'd probably say the Jazz. They have so much more room to grow than Houston. Houston's got nowhere to go but down. It's kind of like the the batter that takes his cuts and doesn't connect because they were close but not quite there. If you ask that question around the league, who is in better shape right now, the Rockets or the Jazz, I bet – a lot of people would say the Rockets just because of the results they've had over the past couple of years. But I think you might be right, Jake, because they are out of options, really. And they're not good enough to get there. They're not good enough to get over the hump. And they probably had their best shot at it this year, and they blew it. Whereas the Jazz have tons of room to grow. Yeah. And they're not far off the Rockets as is right now. The one thing that Houston has is they've got a bona fide number one. they got a, they got a guy who can lead a team. And who can carry a team. Who may or may not be part of the problem. True. That is true. All right, we'll talk about this and more uh, with our friend Sam Amick coming up right around the corner in your NBA Daily Assist. But we are here at Marley's Gourmet Sliders, their new location at the district, 3561 West, 114th South. Our good friend Nico joins us now. And, uh, Nico, what uh, – we know about your famous breakfast burritos in the yeah. morning and the, the bottomless French toast. You guys do a great job with breakfast. What's the big mover? Uh, what's the big slider in uh, for lunch and dinner? Up here, it seems to be the uh, the Rickster slider. Oh, what does that's that the, one entail? That's the uh, bacon grilled onion burger with blue cheese, tomatoes, and lettuce. I'm working up a powerful appetite. I know. That one. <laughs> this is sounding so good. That sounded amazing. <laughs> and we've had the sliders here. We know how good they are. I want to know, do, do, who just, you just have somebody full-time sit in the back and think of dynamic combinations <laughs> for sliders and shakes? Um, no, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> if that was a position, I would, I would put myself there. No, we just kind of go off of what we love and what's trending and what the customers want. And we'll do like a monthly special. We'll run a monthly special every single month with different sliders. We let the employees get creative or management team get creative. And then if it's something that really sticks, then we'll keep it. So like the pastrami slider, that's how that came to be. We ran it for a few months and people loved it. So we, we kept it, added it to the menu. So. Now, can Jake have a, a signature slider? Of course. Uh, we should do that. Jake, uh, what's uh, your top uh, pick? How about wow. a Big Show slider? I don't know. We, we might have to put our heads together. That's a good idea. We should do that. God, that pastrami sounded good. That might have to be included. Now, you know, we just have to make sure that the Big Show slider is uh, at the same level of or maybe higher than... The DJ and PK slider. Or the <laughs> well, they're not getting one, first That's of all. Uh, oh, they're not? <laughs> we're, we're just going to edge them right oh, out. Yeah, we're, we're creating this for us. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're we're no right. fools there, all right. Gordon. Yeah, look, we're going we're gonna to come up with something for during the show today. And, uh, Nico, you're rewarding our listeners with a shake today. You sure are. 
We're doing a free upgrade to a shake with every purchase of a combo today. So, so come in, and we highly that's recommend. That's at both locations. If you're down in Utah County, we'll get you taken care of in Linden or up here in South Jordan. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so e- either location, but uh, we recommend you come see us. 3561 West, 114 South. Still have jazz gear for you. And uh, Nico, get you fed. Thanks, Nico. Thank you. All right. We'll have more of the big show straight ahead. Sam Amick joins us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.